Toasted Soul is a podcast hosted by me, Greg Keane. Toasted Soul will be exploring technology news, business news, and just general rants on life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Toasted Soul. Hope you guys had a good week. Um, Today I have with me Patricia McPherson. I've known Patricia for quite a long time. She used to be uh, friends with one of my friends. Patricia, can you introduce yourself? Sure. Um, I am... Oh, it's so interesting. I am a model. I'm an actor. I'm a, I'm an educator. I'm a yoga instructor, meditation guide, sleep therapist, sleep influencer. And yeah, just, uh, yeah, that's me. Awesome. So, um, how 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 uh, how's things been with you? I mean, like with all the COVID and all this craziness, like a new world kind of changing over kind of thing. I know um, it's been okay. I mean, I think I'm fortunate. I'm one of the fortunate people who I have a healthy relationship with nothingness, <laughs> and I think that comes from a lot of meditation and a lot of stillness. So I think I'm fortunate that way that I've really. Uh, created a relationship with myself and you know with that comes nothingness and I think that's really helped being able to you know I know a lot of people are struggling with not having much to do you know we live in a culture where we're constantly doing something constantly you know feeling like you have to be somewhere you have to make a phone call you have to you know so I think it can be really hard for folks but and, and, and don't get me wrong, it's not super easy for me all the time either, but I think I just have an awareness around what's happening and, a, and maybe an understanding as to what's not necessarily needed from me, but maybe what, you know, just where I need to be, where my energy needs to be with what's going on. So I think I've just kind of created or developed a healthy relationship. Yeah, I totally understand that. There are a lot of people that are struggling right now with the, the loneliness and just being in so much. Um, I know a lot of people I've talked to, they are going through uh, quite a bit. Um, it's, yeah. For me, this is my lifestyle, right? So I'm always right. in ways, like, you know, maybe even if I'm my last job, yeah, I had to go into an office and things like that. But um, after work, I was just at home working on a computer. It's like, you know, like, I'm just a homebody kind of thing. But for those people that are like real socialized, or even if they didn't think they were socialized before, but got out a lot, this is a struggling mm-hmm. time for them. This is a hard time. So it's like when you hear people like check on so-and-so, check on, it is a good idea to check on your friends. Like, especially yeah. those things that, that uh, you know, are bubbly and stuff like that. Those are the ones I think are going through the hardest time because they're used to being out and about with their friends and whosoever and just, you know, having company. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think in a lot of ways, this time could be looked at as an opportunity to, you know, maybe build a stronger relationship with yourself and and really get to know yourself without the distraction of life and the world and things, Right. you know, so I think that's what I've kind of been trying to encourage people, you Mm -hmm. know, 
So I, I guess with um, the kind of services that you offer, that would be a, gr a great thing. Like, like I, I meditate. Um, I don't, I'm not good at it. So I would say I'm practicing. What does that even mean? I, what I does that mean? I don't feel like I get deep. Like I've been deep, right? I've been to like really deep places when I meditate. But for the most of the times, like 90, 90 plus percent of the times, it just feels like I'm at the, the surface of the of the meditation. I can't sink below the wave of turbulence, right? Um, so I always say I'm practicing meditation, but in practice you get better, right? Um, and I, I think like like I said, the services that you offer with the meditation and all that kind of stuff, and especially sleep, sleep is so important, but the meditation, um, I think a lot of people need to know how to quiet and learn how beautiful quietness is with and, 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 and coming within yourself, right? We're like, yeah. We live in a world where it's like we're just always out there and always going, and that we feel like that's life. I definitely don't believe that's a, that's life. I think life is sitting under a tree and just listening to God. You know what I mean? Me too. I think, Me too. I think I think uh, I think all of our listeners need to like reach out to someone like you and and sit down with someone like you, um, either virtually or when we get back to the real, well, the new real or the new the new normal. Sit down with someone like you and learn about learn about themselves. That's what really meditation is. Because for me, um, I, I've been trying to meditate for years and years and years. And it wasn't until uh, I went through a, a relationship thing a few years ago, I sat down and I tell people, I'm like, right then meditation saved my life. I was in a space that was just, just dark. And meditation yeah. brought me to a space that was like, just filled with light, filled with God. Good. So I always try to uh, I evangelize, you know, like, hey, how you feel? Oh, you feel down? Have you tried meditation? You know what I mean? Like, I'm all, <laughs> I know, I know the power in it. That's right. So, That's right. What, how did you find meditation? Um, I, I got into three car accidents in four years in uh, a few years back, and I was. I was just doing a regular job, you know, in the office job stuff, and I was actually not. Uh, a yoga person at all. I was like a Tony Horton T90X person. I used right. to work hard and thinking that I had to work hard and fast, you know? Yeah. So uh, after those accidents, a girlfriend of mine brought me to yoga and I don't know what I liked about it, but I knew that I liked it. So right. I just kept going. And through that practice, it introduced me to meditation. And the more, even eight years later, now I'm just more so teaching meditation and encouraging sleep and kind of moving away from the asana, from the yoga physical practice. And only because I just find, you know, there's a lot of embodiment that comes with the physical practice where you're, you think you have to be aiming, you know, to be like your teacher or to be like the person in front of you in the front row that's in the mirror doing the perfect tree pose. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it, can, it can really take away from you and, and not put enough energy, I guess, or focused energy, you know, because it's still a bit of an outward practice. But I find... Yeah, you know, you're yeah. not really... You have, the idea, you have this idea of what meditation is supposed to be. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like now I really appreciate teaching meditation because you come in and you close your eyes, you know, right. and, and there's no external influence or any external source that you feel like you need to try to measure up to or you need to try to attain, you know. So right. it's nice to teach meditation because it, it, it teaches people courage. 
you know, yeah. to, to, to get yourself in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like but I, people, they have to, you have to be okay with liking your dislikes, you know, and that's a big part of meditation. There's a lot of light, but there's also yeah. a lot of dark that you got to shed some light on too. Yeah. You can, you, you can only get through to get to the light by going through the dark. You know what I mean? Right. So, that's what it comes down to. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I think it's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Goggins, I think he's famous for saying you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's right. Right. And so, you have to. Right. Yeah. yeah. So how does uh, sleep like I, I, I was just looking something up. I wasn't I wasn't trying to be rude. I just couldn't remember the guy's name. But okay. how, like, I just wanted to get into like the sleep part because a lot of people take for granted the power of sleep. I know I I I, I do definitely. Um, it's just within the last few years I'm trying to I'm trying to get better quality sleep, right? Um, I started to understand how it um, both affects me physiologically and psychologically. So right. I've been working on that sleep thing. And from someone that, from coming from someone that used to, you know, be up until three o'clock in the morning and then get up at six o'clock and then just go running, go training and then, go, you know, doing that cycle. And it wasn't bothering me or it didn't feel like it was bothering me. But mm -hmm. as you get older, as we all get older, that's when you start, I think you start to see the cumulative damage that you've done and you have to repair that. So um, in your practice, like uh, what would you, what could you say about sleep? Like what are, what's some, what are some things you think are, or what, what do you have to speak on with the sleep? That's what we'll go with. Um, I think where sleep is concerned, I think we go to bed with a lot of tension. You know, we go to bed with, Muscular tension, mental tension, emotional tension, and it's based, that's really based on life experience and what your day was like, what your week was like, what your month was like. That, you know, that'll really determine what your sleep is like. But I think what happens is, you know, without a lack of, with a lack of meditation and with a lack of self-inquiry, we're going to bed completely full with stuff. You know what I'm saying? And that's why sometimes you can go to bed and wake up the next day and still feel sluggish, still feel tired, still feel like you didn't rest at all, you know? And it's because the tension that you're carrying, you haven't, you haven't dissipated it. You know, you haven't, you haven't released it. So you're going to bed basically tight. You know what I'm saying? So I, I try to encourage, you know, there's a practice that I teach a lot called yoga nidra, and it's called, it, it really means yogic sleep, but it gives you an opportunity to experience relaxation in a conscious way, in an awake way, because relaxation is an activity at okay. the end of the day. It's an activity. You're doing something. You're relaxing, right? right? Mm -hmm. But in the external world, when in your waking life, you're not really relaxing because you're attached, you know, the TV's on or you're looking at your phone or, you know what I mean? There's, there's still some external influence that's taking away from the relaxation, right. you know, whereas with this practice, Yoga Nidra, which you can do on your own, it just gives you an opportunity to, you know, yogis believe that in order to experience relaxation, you have to witness it. Okay. And, Yoga Nidra teaches you to, re to sleep consciously so that you can consciously witness your body resting and you can feel and experience that release of tension. 
So what, I would say lucid, uh, lucid awakeness or something. Is that what lucid that is? Lucid dreaming. Yeah, mm. like when when you're when you're able to wake yourself in your dream and realize that you're dreaming. Yes, that's yeah. different. Okay. But this this practice because of concentration and the heightened sense of awareness can uh, definitely trigger lucid dreaming. Okay. Because think about it, if you're consciously awake while you're sleeping, mm -hmm. that consciousness is is everywhere. You right. know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's stimulated, it's awake, it's alert. So your body may go into the dream state, but your consciousness is still awake and alert, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That can only come from practice of, of staying awake while you're sleeping. Okay. So what I suggest to people, I know it's not, it's a lot to just kind of comprehend to, to really get it, you yeah. know, because we're conditioned to believe that when you're sleeping, we're out. You right. know what I mean? There's no conscious energy at all besides your dreams, yeah. you know? But, uh, you know, one hour of this practice is equivalent to four hours of deep sleep. Wow. One hour. That's amazing. Staying, that's amazing. You know right. what I'm saying? So this is why I really want to encourage this practice with people. And really, it's just a practice of trying to keep yourself awake during the alpha state. Okay. So the alpha state at the beginning when we first lie down in bed and we start drifting, you know, you start, you, you're falling asleep, but then you're awake, and then you fall asleep, and then you're awake. And then maybe you catch yourself where you know you're sleeping, but you're awake, right? Okay, so yeah. we're trying to extend that period. Okay. So that you're awake throughout all of it. Oh, okay. So extend that period into like the REM cycle? Yes. That, but, but there's no, the body goes into the REM cycle, okay. but not your consciousness. Oh, okay. Consciousness is awake. Okay. It's trippy. It's trippy. Yeah. But <laughs> it's trippy. But it, um, what was I going to say to you? It, um, it, it can really offer you, like, when we go to bed at night, we only spend three to seven minutes in the alpha state. So we, you know, we get to bed, we start to relax, you start to feel drowsy, and then before you know it, you're out. Mm -hmm. Yoga Nidra encourages us to stay in that alpha state for almost an hour. Okay. And, and that's so the, imagine. The four hours re, re, uh, payback. It's kind. a recharge. Yes. Recharge. Wow. It's a recharge. Because your senses go dormant. Yeah. Your body energy, your immune system, your central nervous system it goes into sleep mode. Okay. But through practice and through certain cues from your guide can keep your consciousness awake. So you can actually get to a point, like for myself, I practiced this for a long time, but I would hear myself snoring. <laughs> <laughs> I and I was wide awake. Crazy. <laughs> but I was wide awake, consciously oh. awake. That's but an experience. It's a very interesting experience. So, but it, it, you know, recharges the body and mm -hmm. it helps you to release that tension. Right. You know? I, I think I have like a lot of tension in my neck. I'll constantly waking up with headaches, like tension headaches. I, so I think something like this would, um, and I'm always like, well, not always, but I'm like taking uh, muscle relaxers a lot of times to make it through the mm -hmm. day, which is yeah. not where I want to be. I mean, like I smoke yeah. weed, but it's, uh, the, the pills actually hit me sometimes a little better. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think this is a, that kind of practice would be interesting to experience, and then the benefits are definitely something I'd want. How, like, if someone was interested in this kind of service or your services, how can they reach out to you if you want to just put a plug really quick? 
Oh, sure. Um, thank you. My, on my Instagram page right now, I've been offering live I've been offering a live yoga nidra session on Thursday nights at 8.30, and I've been mm. offering it for free or pay what you can, and it's for an hour, and it's a traditional practice. And a lot of, there aren't a lot of studios in Toronto. I mean, now's not a good time, but there's not a lot of places in Toronto that are offering this traditional practice. You may find teachers offering it, but not necessarily studios. So if you go on my page, Patricia Patty Pat, you can join us live on a Thursday night at 8.30, but I also put them on my IGTV. So you could try them at any time. You know, awesome. just kind of put it on before bed and see how it goes. Cool, cool. Um, and I'll, I'm definitely going to take it. You know I wanted to come out that time, but uh, yes. the COVID yeah. stuff has changed us. Um, and, yeah, and, and, and speaking of COVID, what's, what's your take on COVID like? You know, there's so many conspiracy theories. I mean, like, I personally believe it's a real thing, right? Yeah. And yeah. I look at it on the on the uh, analytical kind of kind of mindset, and I look I look at the uh, the, the the research that's out there, and um, I don't really listen too much to what the craziness stuff about you know Bill Gates and all this kind of stuff. But what's your take on on COVID, like, with only bias? I think there's a there's something going on. I mean, yeah. people are dying at the end of the day, right? right? We can't yeah. deny that, you know. Yeah. But I think what I don't know, man. I think what bothers me about it is the idea of us being separate from each other. You know, it's weird, right? Like humans, yeah. we're, we're so used to a community, and that's what that's how we are where we are today. And now it's like we're separated. Like even as a yeah. whole body. I feel that separation, you know what I mean? Exactly. Weird. So it's like, it just shows like we are just wired to be around each other in, in community and like physically be around each other. Not just like, you know, like how we're doing it right now. There's a different energy when I'm like right next to Patricia, there's a different energy. There's like, the Absolutely. right. Yeah. So it's weird that, uh, I mean, like you can see it, you can look at it almost like a, some kind of conspiracy things. Like they want to separate us, man. You know what I mean? But yeah. No, I mean, like, I I just, go. I just kind of feel like I was with my mom last week, but this week I can't go be with my mom. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like that, that stuff is a problem to me. This is my mother. Right. Like, what do you mean I can't go to my mom's house or hug my mom or, and then now she's all like, from the doorway with the mask on, like, hi, Pat, you know, it's like, yeah. mom, it's okay. Like nothing's going to happen to us. You know what yeah. I mean? I was just with you last week. Oh. And then I guess, you know, it's also just common sense to me. It's like, okay, this started in March. If you haven't been sick since March or the people you hang around haven't been sick, then to yeah. me, you don't have it. Yeah. You don't have it. So then why can't I be around you? Yeah, I think I think the government approached this so like so horribly. Like I'm surprised at how ill-equipped they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, they know about the Spanish flu. They know about all these diseases like that have plant uh, pandemics that have like ravaged the world. And now we're in a modern society with more people that we're flying by jet plane. Takes us four hours across the ocean, kind of thing. Like we're there. So yeah. it's like if they, they should know if something pops off, we have to be ready because it would spread so quickly. That's and right. I mean, like I live in Canada and I love Canada. I'm born in Jamaica, but I love Canada. It's my it's my country. Mm -hmm. And I was totally under the belief Canada's got it. You know what I mean? I'm paying my taxes. If some shit goes down, Canada's got it. And right. 
I am surprised that nobody's ready for this. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody. Wow. It's crazy. It yeah. is crazy. But um, I was watching a video of these this guy complaining, um, this this white guy uh, like like berating these Asian people for speaking Chinese. And he's like, this is where it all comes from, blah, blah. Some, you know, just typical crap, typical racism. And I'm like, no one hates Chinese people. I think, like, for me, I don't hate Chinese people. I hate the Chinese governments, um, the way they treat or the way they, they act, you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. dude, I heard that these guys knew since, like, October, you know, the yeah. Chinese government. I'm like, yeah. you have a responsibility. We're on a, we're literally in a biosphere. We can't leave, right? So it's like, everybody, yeah. hey, hey, guys, this thing just came up. We don't know what it is. Don't wait months out where people are going to all die. It's like, what is the problem? Like, I don't, like, that kind of stuff bothers me. Like, yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? They don't care. That's, not, that's what it feels. Prevention but, yeah. is cure. Prevention is cure. And yeah. they should have did something a long time ago. Yeah. But I mean, like, I hope we get back to things uh, sooner than later because it's, I, I see people suffering. Like, I called my friend as soon as I got back into the city because I know she's having a hard time. And, um, um yeah, like I like for me, I'm like I said, I'm good like this for the rest of my life. But the people that are not, that's what I I just need them to be okay. I need I need the system to get back to normal. So it's like yeah. you're not worrying about these people. Like they're you know get back to their whatever it is, social butterflying, whatever, right? Yeah, it's dulling. It's dulling yeah. on the spirit. You know, yeah. it is. Yeah, it's dulling. Yeah, so, yeah. Because I mean, like even if I can feel it, like as someone that stays home all the time, it's it must be bad for them, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure our scientists will, will uh, figure something out. But I was thinking they have, have you heard of um, uh, CRISPR-Cas9? No. It's, it's gene editing, right? Some new age gene editing. Oh. And I'm like, why are they not like looking at this as like a really good way to do it? Because the yeah. stuff I learned from it, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. It can like recode the, the DNA in a virus. Like they can oh, actually wow. send something in to recode it. I'm like, why not do like a ton of research on this? But the problem is it comes in with um with genetic genetic engineering. It's like now you can order your baby. It's like, oh, I want a you know, six foot five baby with blonde hair, blue eyes. That would be a problem, right? Oh so I think the research is so slow on it. But mm -hmm. it seems like a miracle, uh, a miracle fix for some of our problems. Well, and it's like, yeah, like you guys, like you said, you guys can get across the ocean in four hours, so help humanity with all of these all incredible time. inventions and innovations. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on. Do something. Like, Do something. Get it right, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you been out marching with uh, any Black Lives Matter stuff? No, I mean, No, no. Like, I mean, like, I know, I know this, I put the support there, but it's, I'm not gonna, I don't march. That's my, not my thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, you know, I'm really grateful for everyone who protests and marches. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful sign of uh, unification and equality. I think that's very beautiful. And I think the people who have the courage to do it and the passion, you know, I think it's lovely. But yeah. I can honestly say at this point of our lives in the world, black people need to chill out, man. Let everybody yeah. else fight this fight. Like, how, how, why are we fighting this fight? It's not, yeah. it's not up to us to fix this. It's yeah. not. It's everybody else, frankly. Yeah. You know, yeah. how, how powerful would it have been if those protests, there were no black people there? That'd been amazing. Right? But, 
what's amazing is that there still are like the mix is there, right? And I that's that, that is what our planet is. Um, Absolutely. So, um, I, I don't know if it's wrong to say, but I don't think anything's going to change. I know, and and you know, it starts with the the person. It, yeah. It, it, it really comes down to the individual at this point. Yeah, it does. Of, of life and karma and energy. And it, it's at this point where it, it's one person at a time. Yeah. One person. Yeah. If we're expecting some major big change systemically, no. and I mean, and you know, we're going to base it on you got to vote. I mean, thank God. Well, this is going to sound bad, but I'm grateful to be Canadian. You know, yeah. if I could help, I would. In, yeah. in, in regards to the voting and the systemic stuff, but the people have to do this. You know right. what I mean? Right. It's the people. And do we trust that? You know, I saw the other day, like, I don't need to bring up stuff online, but a woman like going to vote. And this was just a few years ago. And they wanted to, they were charging black people to vote. Yeah. It's crazy. Charging. Yeah. So how are we supposed to make a change? Yeah. Like, that that's the part that it's like so in a lot of ways i do agree with you some things won't change right. but we as people we have to change just amongst each other have to yeah because yeah. it's like the infighting and all the racism i think it's coming from the top it's like they want this to continue because as long as you have uh, i i always i always uh mention um uh johnson the president president johnson from years and years ago that he wrote mm -hmm. uh, something along the lines of like if we can show the, the lowliest white man that he's better than the, the highest black man, we'll, we'll be able to take the money right out of their pocket. They might just give it to us kind of thing, right? right. It's a distraction right. thing and it's always been a distraction thing, right? So uh -huh. it's unfortunate, but you're right. Uh, back on the point where it's like, why are we fighting for it? But it, it, the, what I don't like is that we always do fight for it, right? As, as right. a very visible minority, we always fight for it. And then when we win, everybody gets it. Right. So civil rights, we fight for it. We die for it. We, our blood is spilled for it. Our sweat is spilled for it. And everybody just watches. And then we get what we want, what we're fighting for. And then everybody benefits. But in a lot of times in the fight, no one else comes in and says, hey, yeah, let's help the black people. And I think I feel like this is the closest that we've had because you can see yes. it's worldwide. So communities around the world, all different peoples are saying, hey, for enough black is people. enough. That's and, right. And that's I, we kind of have to be grateful for COVID because literally yeah. people at home have nothing to do, right? And they they have you know <laughs> there's a fight. We're seeing everything. everything, yes. Yeah, and seeing what? everything. I think that's another thing is like literally watching the life drain out of that man. Really, I didn't watch it. A lot of people, it's yeah. I watched it and I was breaking it down because you could watch the very like he's talking and he's like you know. Um, so he's talking and he's like, hey, you know, get off my, please, hey, what do I do, blur, whatever he's saying. But he's he's verbally, you can understand him and you can watch that, the language. Withering. Withering away and uh -huh. breathing. And then you see water running from under the truck. And I'm like, where would the water come from? And this is how my mind thinks. And I'm like, maybe the truck had the air conditioner on, but the water would be running out from the engine part. And I just, I was figuring... It was, it was, he urinated on himself. So I'm like, if the guy's talking well at the beginning, then his, his, uh, his speech starts to reduce and like he doesn't, he's not responsive. He's breathing heavy. He's foaming at the mouth and he urinated on himself. There are three men there that are professionals that are on him and another fourth one playing whatever he's doing. How do you not see these as warning signs? 
It's crazy. But I know. It's crazy. I, like, like, I don't think anything's going to change or what, like you said, it's going to be, it's not going to be a systemic change. It might be a little change. Um, as long as we get, I guess, something for it, that life, because it just, it was horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I saw maybe the first few seconds, and I just couldn't do it, man. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's it's really really sad. And and I think what like what you're saying, everybody's home now. Thank God for COVID. So you have no. There's no. If, if you have something to say, you're ignorant. It's just that simple. Yeah. You know, you're either racist or you're an ignorant because it's right in front of your face. Yeah. You know. There's nothing to justify here. Yeah. You know, and I still hear people saying, you know, well, you guys need to obey cops. Right. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Right, right. And even if that's the case, like, we should die yeah. because we didn't obey the cops. So that yeah. means we die. Right. Like, they don't, they, they, you know what? People have been programmed for so long that black people are so bad. You know what I mean? So even in the cops' mind, we're bad and we're like powerful and, and that's funny. Like, I don't want to get into that part of like them thinking our power or knowing our power because power is so many things of like, whether it's muscle power or like mental power or just the power of being. But anyways, um, yeah, they've been programmed for so long that we're so dangerous. Like, yeah, of course, a white cop's going to see us as like, like Superman, right. like yeah. Yeah, it's a big threat. But um for the people that are sitting on the sidelines saying, you know, you guys just should listen. Trust me, I I don't like I said when I when I get stopped by a cop, I am like a good boy. But then when they start asking me dumb questions or cross-examining my I'm like, I'll answer back. Like you're act you're treating me like an idiot. I didn't do anything because I've never done anything. You just pulled me over for whatever reason. So I'm gonna talk back to you. And plus I'm Canadian. I'm not, you know, I just so I looked at it as like I'm Canadian, you're not gonna do nothing to me. But right. um, it's dangerous. And it's like, I've just realized it's really like what I used to do, although I didn't get shot, I realized that's what men, that's what people do and get shot with the wrong cop. You know what I mean? Right. I've had cops right. put their hands on their guns and I'm like, are you going to shoot me? Not like I shouldn't do that. But that's, you know, I'm like, you're threatening me and you're trying to provoke me. And I tell them that. But I guess I should keep my mouth shut because I could have had the wrong cop all those times I'm talking off. Um, but yeah, the people that are saying that we should just answer them, their questions. It's like your experience, or if you even have an experience, most black people have an experience. Most white people don't. They just see what's on TV and that's what they believe. That's not the truth. That's what's happening. Right. It's like your guard dogs are biting people and you're just saying he's the perfect little puppy. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's such a good way of putting it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you know um it's i'm grateful for technology i've been in tech for a long time grateful yeah. for technology because it's like like will smith said it's being filmed that's what the difference is right so yep. yeah it's it's a lot yeah we've got a lot of work to do as a community as black people we got a lot right. of work to do and right. it starts with our minds we need to get our minds right we really right. really do and just start start unlearning what we've been conditioned by right. you know, just as the whites need to unlearn certain things and other nations need to unlearn so do we as a right. community right you know? because you we um you can't live in a society and not uh take on the negativity that they put on you you know what i'm saying That's right. if they tell you that you're this 
like for me, I was talking to someone uh, a few days ago and I remember it's like, yeah, I remember history class and they're saying like Africa was just sand, right? I thought that was real. Like, how am I gonna I, know? Like I'm sitting in a professional place and they're telling me, this is what's true. I'm gonna absorb it as a kid. I'm like, okay, that's true. And then you grow up and you learn, it's like, oh, black people did, oh, wait, I, that's us? That, and it's like, I, when you realize that, that, that's when you realize the, the, the word his story, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's when you realize it's his story. And then you think about it, and you think about the things you read, the conqueror gets to write the history books. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Crazy that's word. Right. Crazy word. And our history is so beautiful. Right. Our history is so beautiful. I didn't How dare they take that from us? Exactly. Yeah. You know? And that's why, too, for us, it's like, guys, man, everything is out there for us. Research. Yeah. Get yeah. to know where you come from. Know where you come from. Know where your roots are. Know what was ours. Know what we did. Yeah. You know? And, and it's it's willful ignorance if you don't, because the internet right. is completely free. Completely free. The libraries are completely free. Um, and you can find black books, you can find black authors, and you just learn your history. But it's not just for black people to learn our history. It's also no one else has to learn our history because they don't they they they've believed what what someone has written about black people, not what black people have written about black people. You understand? That's right. So yep. if I keep if you keep reading a book that is um, um, written by uh, a, an oppressive culture about another culture. Of course, it's gonna during like the victor. He's not gonna write anything bad about himself. It's just, hey, we showed up in Iraq and they were like killing each other, so we decided to kill all the bad ones and then take their gas because they were they were spoiling. You know what I mean? Like something crazy. They just make it's up a story. Yeah, but yeah. Like, well, tell me, can I speak to one of the Iraqi guys? What did you know? What did you do to them? Nothing. We're good. You know what I mean? Like it's and that's 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 unfortunate, but that's how the world is. That's how it's it's. It it's it's set up. It's like, it's it's ridiculous. I know. I mean, I, I think we'll overcome, and I think uh, the, this movement, these protests, are a, a sign of how, and a sign of things to come, or also educating more people on what's going on, what's really going on. Like the veil That's is right. kind of parted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we're on our way. I think we're on our way. Yeah. So. Still there? Yeah. Sorry about that. No Actually, I'm just going to put on my do not disturb here. There we go. <laughs> so I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. Um, something sure. I have one. It's um, so what makes you successful? You're a businesswoman. What makes you successful? Or what do you what would you uh, identify as what success is? Maybe not even about you, but just generally. I think for um, for me, and I think it took me a while to learn this because I think we've all learned different ideas of success and what it looks like. And I think for me, I learned through yoga and taking this on as a business. I'm getting up every day doing what I love and being self-sustainable. Right. You know, to me, that's success. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, I know what it is to go work for other people. And you make great money sometimes. You know, right. but there can still be an emptiness, you know, there can still be an uneasiness there, you know, and or dissatisfaction. Then. Yeah. Whereas now I find may not be, have been making as much money as I was in the government, you know, but <laughs> there's a, a value 
there, you know, the reward of peace of mind, the reward of feeling good about myself, the reward yeah. of knowing that I'm creating every day, that I'm connecting with people, that right. I'm serving and helping people. Right. It makes me feel really good. You know, I used to think I needed to be famous or I need to maybe, you know, me, uh, the acting and the modeling was going to create this successful whatever, you know, but to think that this, probably the simplest things I do, you know, yeah. what's second nature to me? That, you know, if I've made a success out of that or sustainability out of that, then I'm happy. Right. I, I'm good. You know? That is really what it is. Right? If you find something you love and you share it, it's going to give so much more than working in an office can give you, than a paycheck can give you. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think the best times is when I help people with their tech and, and they they figured it out. It's like, yeah, that is a good time. Um, so, and just lastly, uh, Viola Davis says, I love Viola Davis. She always has the best quotes. Right. But she says, um, when you're doing what you love, the, the world gives you awards and God gives you rewards. Wow. And it's the truth. Yeah. Like, you know, the reward is so, the reward is what you feel, you know, mm -hmm. what you give, you know, and all that stuff is priceless and invaluable, you know, intangible. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, what's your, you know, we live in a technological world. What's your everyday carry technology? What tech like if I saw you on the street right now, what can I guarantee you, you have on you that's tech? A phone. Your phone? Just your phone, yeah. you're not like teched out, no watches, nothing, no? No. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of phone do you carry? Android Samsung. or? Samsung. The Samsung. How long, yeah. how long have you been carrying a Samsung? Maybe three years. Was that iPhone before that? I had an LG before that and oh. then an iPhone before that. Okay, yeah. So you like you like Android phones over the iPhone? Yes. Okay, me too. It's I'm, flexible. Flexible. Right, right. I tell people that and they're like, eh. It's like you, you, you don't know until you try, I guess. But open so, your uh, mind. Huh? <laughs> open your mind. Right. So um, the next question is what can you tell? I guess it's in line with the what makes you successful, but what would you tell young entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs on a whole? What what kind of advice could you give them as a uh, someone coming from an office and then doing your own thing now? Um, I think, you know, if you're, it took me a really long time, I won't lie, Greg, to really figure this out. You know, there was like a good two-year period where I had no idea what I was doing with my life. But you at know? least you figured it out. That's what's key, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, you have to hit rock bottom. You got to yeah. get to the bottom to get, you know, you got to hit rock bottom to get up to the top. You know what I, I mean? And that, that. I keep hearing that. It's the truth. Yeah. Like I, I felt helpless, you know? Yeah. And just not knowing, especially too, if you're a creative person or you're used to working all the time, you some, you know, you're a, a productive person, you know, I'm ambitious, you know, I take initiative, Yeah. you know, but then it's like, there was nothing. And I mean, I'm more so talking about when I was in the car accident stuff. So, you know, yeah. that can really take over your life, you know, and you don't go back to work because you're injured and then they're following you and then you don't get no claim. And it's a whole bunch of stuff, yeah. you know. So it took me a while to really figure out who I am and mm -hmm. what I like, you know, what what's important. So I think for me, I just had to question, you know, what brings me the most consistent joy in my life? You know, right. what would I do for free? Mm -hmm. And and I'd say, too, when you're an entrepreneur, at least for me, it was a really big act of karma. 
You know, I had to offer things. I had to pay my dues by offering things for free. Yeah. For for people to trust me, you know, to yeah. say, okay, I'll I'll pay her, or okay, I'll spend a half an hour with her. Okay, I'll go to her class. You know, you you kind of kind of give yourself. And sometimes I find entrepreneurs jump in and start saying, you know, this is going to cost this sweater is one hundred and twenty dollars. Good right. luck, bud. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I get it's custom. I guess there's time. I get all that, but you gotta give. Yeah. You know, it's you gotta give you it. Get, right. That's what yeah. it's in giving. Is that that's when you start to receive, but you have to put something out there in the universe, and the universe has it waiting for you. I tell a friend of mine, I'm like, God has it on the shelf, and only you can get it, and he's just he's gonna leave it there until you're ready to get it, to get it. So you get out there and you learn, you give, and then you'll be able to receive. That's so, right. Yeah. You know, and I think I think as well for entrepreneurs, you just got to kind of know when you've given enough for free. Timing. Right? Timing. Timing. Right. You know, you got to really pay attention mm-hmm. <laughs> or you'll be over outdoing yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and there has to be a value. Taking. Yeah. 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 A lot of people just keep taking and not give back. And so it, it's incumbent on you to basically check yourself, like watch, like keep giving, but just watch. Cause you I mean like we, we live in a world where we have to eat and that requires a dollar. So, you know, at some point exactly. you got to get a dollar, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so what, what's, what's going on with Patricia in the future? Like, where do you see like you, like with your, um, uh, the, the, sorry, the, uh, meditation. You know, the sleep and, meditation stuff. Um, I really, I'm working on, now certifying teachers and mm-hmm. creating courses to certify teachers and more so in the yoga nidra stuff the more specialty niche type practices and i'd really like to start a little tantric school i'm kind of working towards that just, in Toronto? Just, yeah like you um, know like more more uh, techniques that are uh more science the science of yoga you know um, that's what tantra yeah. really is the science mm-hmm. of the practice and that's what I would like to do because when I was teaching or when I wanted to teach yoga nidra and I wanted to be certified, there was no one to certify me. Yeah. So I had to certify myself and yeah. that was through practice. You know, I had to practice like hardcore consecutively every day, disciplined. And now I just want to offer that back to people, especially teachers, you know, because yeah. we don't really get that focused uh, part of that technique. It's not really focused and, you know, concentrated. So I, I really want to offer that. And I just want to be a sought after teacher, Greg. I want mm-hmm. people, I want to travel and I want to be able to work. That was a good thing about COVID is I transitioned online. Yeah. You know, I was really nervous too, but it, it's really helped. And it's made me realize, oh, it's made me dream a little bit here. You know, I can do this from Jamaica. We have a family home in Jamaica. Why can't I go there for a month and teach online and still make my living? You know, so it's kind of expanded me. Yeah. 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 Kind of working in that direction. Awesome. So is it like if someone else wanted to become um, uh, the same kind of uh, practitioner as yourself, they could just get some information from you from your website? Absolutely. Well, my website right now just has mostly guided meditations. It's really mm-hmm. just based on meditation. If you, if but you're if beginning you to your Instagram, reach out to yes. your Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. Anything. That, like once we uh, get this up, uh, we'll actually mention it again, but I will post uh, like under, if I post this video, I'll post all your links and stuff like that. And okay. uh, 
you know, some people uh, get to you. Because I think, like I said, I think more people than not need this kind of service, right? They're just yeah. going they think they're fine, but you're not fine, right? You're, you're, there's, you don't know for sure until you know. So, That's right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, so on Instagram, I'm at Patricia Patty Pat, and I have a website, patriciamcpherson.ca, and that's kind of, and use me. This is what I always say to people, too. I was teaching, facilitating yesterday a teacher's training, and one of the girls is like, I do your meditations every night. I just want you to know you put me to bed every <laughs> single night. <laughs> I was like, I have a relationship with you. You don't even know. And mm -hmm. she's like, but sometimes, you know, I feel intimidated by you, and I want to, like, not, in, not by you, but I just feel intimidated. Like, yeah. you know, I want to ask you things, but I don't know if I can. And I understand that, too. Teachers kind of get put on a pedestal. Like, they know so much more than me. I couldn't barely talk to them. Like, no way. But yeah. to me, I try to bring it back to the same level. We're on the yeah. same level, you know. When, yeah. we're, when we're equal, we're at peace, you know. And so I just feel that's what I want to say to people listening or use me. Send me a message. Email yeah. me. Ask me something. I'll help you. Yeah, for you know? sure. Contact her, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like we talked a lot about um, uh, meditation and sleep, uh, but the body, the physical body, uh, that was more emotional and, and psychological. About the physical body, what do you think? Like veganism, vegetarian, or just like flexitarian kind of? What, what do you kind of like diet do you think is probably best for like a holistic body? I don't believe in diets, and uh, again, I think there's a lot of information out there that you can learn from, you know, what's good for you, what isn't, yeah. but I believe in moderation, you yeah. know? I don't deprive myself. I'm, I'm, I'm a pescatarian, so I still eat fish, I still eat a little seafood, I don't mm -hmm. eat meat, I don't eat dairy, but at the same time, if I want something, I'm going to have it, you right. know, like I'm, you know, I'm not going to do it every day, but... Yeah. Life is short, man. Life is so short. You may not get up tomorrow. Right. You know what I'm saying? No so it's not promise. So enjoy your life. Enjoy yeah. and you you know within when you're going too far. You know. Yeah. You know. So that that's on you. Maybe you'll have to, you know, um strengthen your discipline. Sure. Yeah. You know, but you know when after a while, okay, this isn't feeling good. I should probably <laughs> This is too much complicated. You know, but keep eating the cake, man. Keep eating the cake. I was at my sister's this weekend, and um, I, eat, I eat mainly like um, a vegetarian, like lots of beans. That's all I seem to know how to cook, salads and stuff. The beans are good. Yeah, yeah. they are, right? Um, but uh, she made me a pork chop, and oh, my God, it was so delicious. <laughs> Crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. But I mean, like, this was great. It was nice catching up yeah. with you. Man. And Me too. Uh, I hope everybody reaches out to you and, and uh, you know, gets that, gets the services that you offer. And I'm I'm hoping that you're going to come back on our show and, and you know, again, enlighten everyone about uh, all this yoga um, and sure. meditation stuff. Um, is there anything else you have or... Uh, no, I just want to say thanks. I think this is really good, and I think we need to keep up these conversations and connecting with people and, you know, make yeah. the tribe bigger. Make the tribe bigger. For sure. right? for sure. That's a great, great message. Um, but thank you for coming on, and hope to thank see you. Thank you. Okay. See you soon, Greg. Okay, bye, Patricia. Bye for now, love. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Toasted Soul. Thank you, Patricia McPherson, for coming on and sharing your knowledge with us. Please check her out and show her your love. 
Thank you for listening and supporting Toasted Soul. Visit us at ToastedSoul.com to leave comments or book guest appearances and to get news on Toasted Soul. Please join us again next week. And as always, live with soul. <laughs>